You are listening to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks, Chief Excitement Officer of Sparks of Fire International, where we get you fired up about your life and your business by transforming trauma into treasure. And today we are doing something different. I have had the distinct honor to partner with some amazing people and fellow podcasters. We are more than just colleagues. We are family. And together, we are the Lima Charlie Network. We are a group of thought leaders and podcasters with the goals of improving ourselves, inspiring and educating others, and bringing valuable conversations to both military and civilian audiences. Our vision is to empower others to reach new heights in leadership, self-development, and communication by connecting our audience with crucial conversations, focusing on sharing tools, ideas, and perspectives for an impactful improvement. This episode was recorded live on Facebook back on December 3rd after we launched our website on December 1st. So stay tuned to meet the Lima Charlie Network family, and I know that after this, you will want to tune in to each one of their amazing podcast. Yo, what's up, everyone? This is Joe Bogdan from the Llama Leadership Team and co-host of the Llama Lounge Podcast. And I wanted to share with you this amazing opportunity to become a published author and become a fire starter. Does the thought of collaborating and connecting with a diverse group of creative thought leaders appeal to you? Well, it did to me. And joining the Firestarters Book Project was an amazingly easy and fun way to get my feet wet in the published author space. Shay and Christine made it so easy to navigate through the publishing realm and gave me the blessed opportunity to share my story with the world, and they would love to do the same for you. They are seeking aspiring authors like you to collaborate with them, and the best part is that they are going to do all of the hard work for you. All you have to do is commit to the process. You have nothing to lose and so much to gain. So join the team by visiting firestartersbookproject.com and tell them Joe sent you. It will change your life for the better, I promise. And we are recording. Because there's a little, okay. Well, shoot, now I don't even know how to start this. So anyways, welcome to everybody that joined us on live today to meet the Lima Charlie Network team. Um, You know, we we, we dropped on... December 1st. So this is your opportunity to kind of get a, get to know some of us. Um, and, uh, you know, if we want to be interactive, by all means, let's be interactive. Um, if you got any questions, comments, go ahead and put them in, in Facebook and I'll try to catch them. Um, anyhow, so we are the Lima Charlie Network. Um, I'm going to go through a, a quick intro of everybody that we've got on the podcast or on the live right now. Um, and you can always find out more about us um, at our web page, www.limacharlienetwork.com um, or off of our Facebook page, which if you're watching this, clearly you have access to it. Um, so first I want to say hey to the llamas. My fellow llamas, Joe Bogdan and Frank Zamora. What's up, guys? Frank what Zamorano. Zamorano. <laughs> What's, up, What's up? What is he looks like on? a Zamora, though. He does look like a Zamora. <laughs> you, know, you know how many times I've heard Zamora before? I have. I won't even yeah. try and... Do Bodenheimer. Yeah, Bodenheimer. yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if she yeah. says Bodenheimer perfectly, we got problems. Like, wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah, Joe Bogdan and Frank Zamorano. What's up? <laughs> What's going on, Nina? What's going on, Lima Charlie team? Yeah, they are the our co-hosts, two of the co-hosts of the Llama Leadership with um, with Scott, yeah, his, his top Scott's picture here. right there is perfect picture. Yep, yeah, uh, Jose assistant and I, coach Pepperdine. Exactly. Yes. So, so Jose, um, Ramon, and Scott Green, who will join us later, hopefully. Um, and then my man Jerry Dugan from is it Dallas? <laughs> I'm in Dallas. <laughs> 
<laughs> host of Beyond the Rut podcast. Yes. What up, Jerry? Hey, I win. <laughs> and Did for the record, you my name, right? Huh? Did you bring donuts? No. Oh, there... man, I thought this was all you can eat donuts. You nope. had one job. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> or tacos. Oh yeah, tacos. Oh man, I did have tacos. <laughs> noble. That's noble right there. <laughs> you doing tacos, noble? <laughs> Bro, I've got I've got a taco story, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into tacos, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. Just go- just Google Noble's Taco Talk on YouTube sometime, and you will see why I'm into tacos. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't tracking that. We gotta we gotta share that. Yeah, on how's that so. not popped up on Marco Polo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, our Marco Polos. So speaking of Marco Polo. Noble Gibbons from EQ Gangster. (laughs) 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 Who introduced us all to Marco Polo. Which is, which is just a bunch of video texts going back and forth, video messages, which just makes my life so happy every morning when I wake up. Catching up on those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for somebody literally, and I'm, it's probably Jerry who's going to do this. Just oh, to get boy. on and go, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Instagram reels for me. I sit there and just watch them and I just start laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got with us Shay Sparks from The Power of Investing in People. Hi, Shay. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. Hey, team. How you doing? Good. Now, hey, I know you're... you're You've got a big life change coming up, right? I do. I do. I do. Moving across country. So looking forward and changing careers altogether. Oh, man. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get to hear about your journey and how you're doing with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shay, Shay, while you're you're going through that transition, there's going to be ups and downs and, um, including yourself. I think we have like seven certified life coaches on this, uh, in this team. So if you need some help, reach out. Absolutely. <laughs> and from the shadows podcast, we have its host. Do you want to go by Bodie or trip Bonheimer? Also yes. known as Bodie. Yes. No, I'll go by. You can just go Bodie. You don't have anything else what you wanted to add? No, no. Um, Nina, it's been forever since we talked uh, <laughs> earlier today. Um, but no, I, I want to personally tell everybody who waited and who was on here very anxious right at the top of the hour that it was 100 percent not my fault that we could not get this to work. So. <laughs> and now I hit mute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to remember that. OK, and then <clears throat> in the nick of time. Made it. The best hair in the podcast. (laughs) In the game. In the game right now. (laughs) He would have been on here five minutes earlier if he did. But he was putting moose in his hair. (laughs) I had to get the product on deck, y'all. I had to get the product on deck. Josh White, who is the host of Hero Front Podcast. What's up, Josh? What's going on, Nina? Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for the technical difficulties that allowed me to come home, burst in the front door, and my wife saying, what the hell are you doing as I sprint upstairs? And they so still why are you so sweaty? <laughs> why are you so sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> you have She's like, what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> okay, so it, um, just to let all of our listeners and audience members know, you can find out more about their respective podcasts and um, basically what they do. Um, go to the uh, Lima Charlie Network webpage and all of the links to their podcasts and their webpages is on there. So you can find out more about each one of our team members and um, their respective uh, projects. Okay. So we want the audience to get to know all of us a little bit better. So usually we would go around and be like, so tell us a little bit about yourself and all that jazz. But I, w- I want to shake it up just a little bit. So I've got you have to describe yourself 
in three words. What three words would you use to describe yourself and why? So because I know Joe's got some scheduling conflicts, I'm going to go with you first. (laughs) I had a feeling you were going to do that. So I think um, three words. This one, you know, it was funny because we talked about some of the questions beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I think um, the three words thing was, I found it interesting because I found it a little bit more difficult to do because thinking about just narrow and what, who you feel like you are in three words. So uh, for me, I think I, I narrowed it down to a teacher because I just love helping people reach their maximum potential. So um, I love to be a teacher. Um, I would say I'm a grinder because I always have to stay busy. Like I'm just constantly needing to do something. So whether it's working on projects, working, that's what I love being with y'all and the Lima Charlie team. And then um, the other thing is just the the final word is improvement because uh, my motto is better has no finish line and I'm always growing a lifelong learner and I always want to find ways to improve uh, the environment I'm in and also just find ways to continuously improve and keep myself inspired. So those will be the three words for me. Nice. I'm going to go with my, my, my other llama. Frank, what about you? Uh, yeah. So, um, like Joe, I did struggle with this a little bit. Three words is, is difficult, but it, it's also an opportunity to kind of get a little introspective. And uh, uh, first and foremost, it's family. Uh, as a as a father of three kiddos, it's uh, nonstop. When like like Josh, I zoomed in from doing <laughs> some errands. I told my wife, "Hey, I gotta I gotta show at five, so I, I hit you on the way back." And so it's uh, it's family. Uh, I grew up playing sports, so. Everything that I know about leadership comes from the coach that pulled my face mask and told me to get my crap together. Um, so coaching is is the style of leadership that that I've just kind of become attuned to. Uh, so that I'm cheating on that one. It's sports and coaching. And then the last one is, um, oh, I'm going to cheat again, is just to get after it. There's nothing... Um, and this is something I, I always try and preach to, to either my airmen or my kids. There is nothing that is going to get in front of you that you can't do. And it's all right to fail. And you just pick yourself up and you do it again and you do it again. And you might fail 99 times, but you, you just got to succeed one time. So get after it is my third one. Thanks. I like it. Noble. Now is it, am I, are we, I'm going to do it all together, though. (laughs) I'm going to synchronize that better. (laughs) can't do the arm sweep thing because I got this thing in the way. You can't trademark that that arm thing. Yeah. I would be surprised if one of your three things isn't energy. Much energy. Hey, so 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 my friends call it a double dose of the Holy Ghost. What? <laughs> Holy Spirit activate, you know what I'm saying? Oh no, you know. So three things for me, Jesus, jujitsu, and family, not in that order. It's Jesus, family, and jujitsu, and tacos would be number four. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, me, I love Jesus, and I love my family, and then I do jujitsu as my as my therapy. Uh, that's my mental, emotional, physical therapy that I do, and then also I don't know if you guys have read the book, The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great book. Highly recommend it. One of the love languages that you might not be aware of is Mexican acts of culinary service, and that's mm-hmm. actually one of my. Yeah. That's actually one of my love languages. So. <laughs> you said that so serious. At first, I was like, "Did I miss that chapter?" I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yes, yes. It's in the the abridged version. It's in the in, in the. Uh, and so, uh, and if you think I'm playing, just YouTube Nobles Taco Talk, and you will see that I'm not playing with Mexican food. <laughs> and and what, what's funny is, so I, I look like a big cracker, but I'm actually half half is my mom's a little four foot ten Hispanic lady. So my mom actually raised me speaking Spanish, so I can habla. And if you drop a beat, I can break it down like a shotgun. So don't let the color fool you. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> and so that's it. That's it. You guys rock like ZZ Top, y'all. <laughs> I started looking around this. We have picked up so box. much lingo from you, Noble. Nobleism. I think you started fire. And I, two, I will never two words. the same. Those are two words. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was Shay. That Bye. was Shay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shay, what are your three words? Well, I actually thought Noble was going to take it. So, yeah, I am fired up. <laughs> is that two words, though? Fire, is that two out of three? Fire is two words. Yes, absolutely. Two words. Two syllables. Two words. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I am fired up about my life and my business, but I'm also fired up about other people's. And um, those who are on this panel know me well enough to know that when you get around me, I'm just excited about what they're doing and I want to hear more. And um, so, yeah, I'm fired up. And I would also say I'm resilient. I have gone through the fire and got refined. And so I have just gone through so much that um, resilient, keep, keep coming back fighting, so to speak. And I would say fearless because I am definitely stepping out of my comfort zone on a regular basis and encouraging others to do the same. That's awesome. Okay. Did I already hit Jerry? Did I get you already, Jerry? Did I get your three? No. Okay. Jerry, you're on deck. What's donuts? Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) I paid my dues. Where are they? That's not one of my words, though. Uh, uh, faith, family, and um, servant leadership. So uh, somebody had a four-letter hyphenated word. Uh, I copied that. So two letters, two words. Anyway, uh, so faith because uh, around 2005, I did become a Christian, and I dedicated my life to live that style. So while I don't thump you over the head with the Bible, it's how I use – it's what I use to guide my life and how I share my life with others. Uh, family, the most important uh, relationship I've got, second only to Jesus. Uh, and so, I mean, it doesn't matter the promotions, the careers, the accolades, the accomplishments. If I uh, throw away my family relationships, it was all for nothing. So how do I lift up the next generation in my family and the generation after that and so on? And so that's the legacy I'm looking to live. And then servant leadership. So whether I'm teaching somebody, helping somebody, being a father, being a husband, uh, it all comes mm-hmm. down to being a leader through service. So. There we go. You know, I'm I'm hearing a lot of family and service to others. You know, a little a lot of people aspect, and I know we still haven't got to everybody, but I hear it throughout all of those descriptions. And I think that's one of the reasons why we came together so closely because so many of us have really similar values that even though we are not using the same words, they align with each other so well. And that's so important when you're building a team to make sure that your values are aligned. And it's just a lovely, lovely thing. So, yeah. So, Josh and and Bodhi, if you don't say family or something along those lines, then you're getting kicked off the island. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Josh, I'm going to hit you up next. Okay. Well, actually, mine is family. It was on here. Uh, And the three words thing, like, actually was strangely difficult. And so I brought my team in and I said, guys, I need your help with three words that describe me. And I was actually really entertained by this at the same time. Hair. And the whole time they said hair. (laughs) The whole time. They're like hair products, uh, combs, brushes. uh, Pomade. Yep. Pomade. I I could not get them to to take. I was like, if, if my team could hear you guys say this, they would be on the floor laughing because I hear the exact same thing when I go into Marco Polo and every single chat is about my hair. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So yes, family, uh, that's my, that's the, the one I'll hit last. So uh, the first one I picked was resilient. And I say resilient because I've always kind of been the underdog growing up. That's kind of how I've always felt even in the air force for the first 10 years. I've been in 17 right now, but in the first 10 years, I was getting my butt handed to me. I wasn't in a good place. I didn't have a lot of resources. And I thought I wasn't a good leader because the other leaders that I looked at, I thought I didn't look like that. So I must not be a good leader. And I, so I struggled with that. Um, almost passed away once. Uh, talked to Shay about that on my episode with her on her podcast. 
I almost passed away once. Um, and I've just been through so many struggles and, and resilience just seems to be a recurring theme in my life. Uh, and I'm proud of that. Number two would be purposeful because the older I get, the more I appreciate purpose. You almost have to earn purpose, right? It's not just handed to you. You have to seek it out. You have to get in it. And, and it doesn't just, it's not just one and done. There's certain levels to it. You have to get out of your comfort zone and you have to seek that purpose out. And that's what fuels me. It's what gives me energy. It's what allows me to be vulnerable. It's what allows me to want to get to know people. It's what allows me to put my pride aside and ask for help. So for me, being purposeful with my time, with my relationships is just huge. Uh, And then that leads me to family and what better purpose than a family, right? To have that community, to have your kids, your spouse, your, your friendships, your mentors, your peers. I mean, that's what, that's what life is all about. It's all about spending time with the people that lift you up, that celebrate you, uh, and, and that surround you with love. And so family, when I say family, I mean my own family. I mean my airport family. And I, and I also mean the friends that I've made throughout my career. So that's my three. I love it. All right. Bodie. Well, I didn't have family as one of my three, um, just because I, it's not, it's not a, it's not a bad, I actually told Nina before we hit record, I said, you know, I was doing this and I didn't want to go with family and the same things, but everybody went family and not me. So now I love my family. Uh, no, I, I didn't, I didn't say that. No pressure. <laughs> I'm not yeah. But, uh, I'm, first one that. I'm gonna go with is relatable. Uh, I feel like relatable is, is something that, um, you know, I, I feel like it's something that's always like uh, define me in a way. I felt like it's helped me as an instructor. I feel like it's helped me pretty much throughout my whole career is regardless of, you know, as diverse of a air force as we are, you know, regardless of what background someone comes from, I feel like I can relate to them some way, shape or form. And I feel like that's really helped me, uh, get to where I'm at today. And then even with my guests that come on the show, um, you know, Joe will tell you, I got a whole slew of diverse (laughs) guests that come on. And, uh, so, but I feel like that's, that's something that's really helped me out. And um, I was going to say dependable as another one, but uh, with how we started this call here today, I scratched dependable and went with humble. Um, so <laughs> I definitely feel, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like in a way I'm almost like the, the same person I was when I, when I joined. Um, I, I, even with, you know, the, the network and, and shadows and it's not like we're rolling in Scrooge McDuck money or nothing like that. But, um, you know, with the success and the network and everything we got, um, I still feel like I'm still pretty leveled. Um, and even with, you know, uh, like I said, students coming through. And another one is student, like student of life, student of, of learning, student of getting better. Um, I'm never going to feel like I know everything. I'm always, you know, just about everybody in here can tell you I'm always cracking open a book, trying to read something, trying to learn, listening to all these awesome podcasts that we got on here. And um, just constantly growing, constantly just being a student of life. How about you, Nina? What are your three words? See, I thought I was going to skate on this no, one. No, no. Um, so I thought, I was, like I said, I thought I was going to be able to squeeze out of this. So I didn't have a lot of time to think about it. Um, but it, it was really hard to try to think of three words because, you know, there's so much to who we are and to try to distill it into three main things. Family's one. Right. So, uh, yes, definitely family. So, I mean, yeah, my family is very important to me. Um, I mean, I had a very small family growing up. It was just like me, my sister and my parents. But, um, you know, I married into like a very, very large family also. And being able to see like those large family dynamics and the closeness that you have with large families and small families just it made me appreciate those relationships so much more um, because they're always there for you. And then look at what we've created here just with the Lima Charlie team. Um, We're a family, you know, there's like, I I feel like I'm so close to every single one of you, even though many of us haven't even met in person. Right. So, so definitely family. Um, My, my next word, I guess it's two words, the phrase, Mm -hmm. Um, it's Mighty Mouse. So 
I have my my best friend um, when we first met when we first my first game came into the Air Force. That was her nickname for me. She called me her Mighty Mouse because I'm little things sometimes or big things come in little packages. And um, I was always kind of feisty. Um, always, you know, from from a a just kind of tough mentally, physically. Um, and interestingly enough, my name in Thai, so I'm, I'm half Thai, is Nuna, which means little field mouse. So literally, I am a little mouse. Um, so that that's why it would be uh, Mighty Mouse to my toughness and, and maybe resilience. Um, and then the last word is onion. That's not because I love onions. I actually hate onions. But I was speaking to somebody some one day and they were asking me and I was just talking about some of the things that I've done in my, in my life. And, um, I don't always look like the things that I've done. Um, and so they said, you're like a, you're like an onion. Every time we talk to you, there's like something new that you reveal, you know, people that I've worked with, they, they go, Oh, you're a veteran. Yeah. And then, oh, you, you did, you wrestled in high school? Yeah. Um, oh, we, you were, you were a law enforcement officer in college? Yeah. So it's like all, as soon as they started peeling all these things back, that's why they, they were like, you know, you're kind of like an onion. There's just so much unexpected things about you that we wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily expect. So. That's awesome. <laughs> You're the most dangerous podcaster out there. You're half Thai. I had no idea. I had no idea either. <laughs> You're a law enforcement. Wait, hey, wait, Jerry, no, look. Nobody asked about her wrestling. <laughs> yeah, when she said wrestling, I was like, really? That sounds like a good story. Yeah. Well, when yeah, she said Thai, I went straight to food. So I like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she said cool. she didn't like onions, and I was perplexed. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, we'll we'll tell you some more stories. There's a, there's a couple of pretty funny ones from. And how did Noble yeah. do a Marco Polo in the middle of a live? <laughs> right. I was wondering that. Too. <laughs> He's still here. I don't know. He was kind of like tucked away too. Like he slinked yeah. down in his chair, yeah. and then he recorded it because I saw it pop up on my monitor here. And I'm like, what? I looked down. He's like down here, like a little kid. Like so is that the thing now? See how many people can Marco Polo during this call. <laughs> Love that. I would not do good at that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, okay. So, <laughs> I this this is actually kind of fun because I I, I think we, there's so much more we can do with that. But we're gonna move on, and we're gonna go to the next question, which is when did you start your podcast, and what still keeps you motivated to this day? Because you know a lot of people can start podcasts, but being able to to sustain that energy um, takes a lot of dedication, and and I've seen how a lot of you on on this call meeting have been doing this for a while, and you have this passion for it. So um, I'm going to go hit up Josh first. Um, oh snap! Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. When I started my podcast, it was about 10 months ago. So I think I, I have a more relatively new one, although I still feel like I've been doing it for, for quite a while. Uh, but 10 months now. Um, and so I typically don't... I have ADD, like diagnosed ADHD. So my I'm very scatterbrained, uh, high energy, and I dabble in things here and there and get things off the ground, but it's very, very hard for me to stay engaged with something long-term. And if you met anyone with ADD or you have it, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. um, I, I heard a statistic, I, I think it was from the Llama Lounge, actually, one of their episodes, but the, but we, I definitely talked with Joe about it, but basically it was like nine out of 10 podcasts don't survive. Like I, I can't remember the exact ratio, but it's something like nine out of 10 crash and burn. And when I heard that, I said, challenge accepted. I am not going to be nine out of 10. I'm going to be that one out of 10. Um, and so that's, that's one reason I did it. But another reason is just because of the message that, you know, I get a lot of like direct messages 
about the, especially the videos I put the, the videos that I, clips that I post get the most reach. Cause they're, they're in really easy to access places. They're relatively short and they're typically surrounding a topic that is relevant to today. Right. So I get a lot of messages, a lot from people thinking that they were alone, people that thought that they were the only one that went through that. And it's, it's very humbling to me because I was that person. I gave up on myself. Like I was completely isolated at one point in my life, gave up on myself, had no plan. I wouldn't say I wanted to die. I wouldn't, I wasn't at that point, but I definitely lost the joy of living 100%. Um, and I've been in that dark place and I, I didn't have all these resources. And I thought that, you know, I must be a complete failure because I'm the only one that I can tell is going through this, you know, from my perspective. And so I really, really struggled with that uh, big time. And I was able to get through it with, with my dad and, and close relationships and meeting my wife. I met her at the, the best time possible. But my point is, uh, the times where I came close to quitting or slacking off on the project, on the podcast, I would get that message that would tell me, okay, if there's even one person that's like seriously impacted and, and I made a relationship with them and I'm able to kind of help them through their situation based on a clip I posted, well, then I should, I should keep doing it. You know what I mean? I should keep going. And so that's, that's really uh, where it comes down to. Uh, and then the, the last part I'll say about that is gratitude. That's, it's how I show gratitude. I show gratitude by highlighting people's stories um, because it's a form of, it's that you can see them heal. And, and you guys are podcasters, you know, the more they own that story, the more they can articulate it. It's like a form of therapy. You can kind of see them owning it, right? Uh, and so highlighting their stories, having them own their stories, empowering them, and then having them just, you know, get showered with love and feedback from their friends and family. Um, that's my way of showing gratitude. The way I promote episodes, the way I highlight guests, that is how I, I show gratitude. And I get a lot of joy from that. So those are the biggest reasons that uh, I've stuck it out. And you guys, you guys have definitely been so encouraging. I mean, it, what an honor to, to be asked by the, the folks that I looked up to before I even started. So you guys are a huge part of that too. That's awesome. You're crying. You're crying. How do you, how do you follow up? <laughs> I don't want to go now. Don't, don't ask me, Nina, because I'm not following that. <laughs> Chase the sugar next. <laughs> Just for that, Bodie, I'm going to make you go next. Oh, God. Oh. Nina, this is not in the script. We'll edit this out. Um, <clears throat> no, for me, so my podcast, just like Josh, mine's still relatively young. Mine's only like 14 months. Um, so mine's going through potty training stages right now. But um, yeah, it's it's been awesome. I've been motivated since day one. Uh, I had a decent little guest on my first episode. Um you know, it's it, it's actually funny. I went on Llama Lounge and that's what uh, sparked me to start my podcast. So it's kind of cool that we've gone full circle and we're here part of this this network. Um, but yeah, just doing it and hearing similar to Josh, what he does with his podcast. It's having people come on there and tell their stories. I mean, we've all gone through life and life sucks at times. And just like the name, The Shadows, we all have those dark moments. We try to you know, uh, push them aside and, and, you know, push them under a rug and, you know, but they make up who we are. And that's part of our journey that we've been through. And we've had, I've had plenty of, of lows in my life, um, my personal life, but they make you stronger You get those battle scars, you pick yourself up and, and you move forward. And I think for me, one of the things that really motivates me still to this day to keep going with the podcast is not just the family that I have on here. And trust me, for those of you out there in, in podcast world, this is legit like a family we have here. Like if you were to sit there and watch like the best of from our Marco Polo, you, you would know what I'm talking about. But um, it's the family I have with my guests that come on too. Um, I, I still keep in contact with the majority of my guests and still have really good relationships with them. 
And uh, that's crazy to think how much my you know circle has grown since I've started doing this. And I've grown too. And I think that's been the biggest thing is, you know, you start this, you really wonder what your impact is. And then someone will, I'll have a student come through the course and tell me they heard an episode and something helped them out that they were going through, whether it be anxiety, PTSD, um, substance abuse, you name it. And they hear these people get on there and just open up about stuff they've been through. And um, yeah, it's therapeutic for me. It's therapeutic for the guest. Um, but it's it's very rewarding knowing that um, just somebody out there is able to listen to it. And you may not necessarily know who you're helping, but you know that somebody's being impacted positively by it. So that is the Shadows podcast. Nice. Hey, can I say something about uh, Bodhi real quick? Absolutely. So uh, he totally stole my idea. Uh, I I was a... Uh... <laughs> Let me get to, let me tell you this backstory. Real quick. Tell the whole so, story though. This is like a roast. I'm going to This is a roast. No, we'll, we'll is, just uh, end it right actually... there. He just stole his idea and we're done now. And then <laughs> that's the end of it. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> so real quick, uh, backstory. When I went to start my podcast, uh, I, the llama lounge is a huge reason why, because Joe's active duty, he was doing it. Uh, all the guests he had, I was like, you know what? I want to do this too. Like I, this, this is what I've been missing. And so I really looked up to him and his podcast and their platform. And, uh, I started researching other podcasts right before I launched mine and I found the shadows podcast. And so my plan this whole time was to ask Joe to be my first guest <laughs> because I was like, he's who I looked up to and to have him as a guest would be awesome. I think I even asked you and you said, yes. And then I, I start doing some searching and I come across the Shadows podcast and I see that Bodhi had done just that. And he was about three months ahead of me on it. And I was like, oh my God, like this guy is doing exactly what I wanted to do. Like, but he's three months ahead. Like, is it even worth pursuing? And I will tell you, I was at a very vulnerable moment with, you know, going forward with this idea, right? I was so, I was very, very much on the fence. But Bodhi took it upon himself to reach out to me, talk to me, have a conversation with me to encourage me to still go forward and to 100% do the podcast. And if it wasn't for that conversation, for him pushing me over the fence, encouraging me to do it, to go for it, then I probably never would have. So shout out to Bodhi. That's awesome. Hey, so I kind of feel weird. Popularity points went back up. Yeah, I feel weird though. I feel like I feel like I'm the girl in town, and then Bodhi dated me first, and now Josh doesn't want me anymore because I've still never been on his podcast. Just just saying that. I was looking more like a custody battle. Yeah. Not the analogy. It's 100 what it is. Yeah, I've known him long. Man, appreciate that. Yeah, man. Joe, how long have you, you and Frank and Scott and Jose been doing your podcast? The long, how, how long has the Llama Lounge and the Llama Leadership been out around? So, so Llama Lounge, the podcast is probably has been out since um, April 2020. But we were uh, the the Llama Leadership page came out in 2018. And we started that as a blog site, and it really came out. Um, so. So the whole team, Frank, Jose, and Scott, we've all known each other for a long time. We were young NCOs together at Travis. Well, actually, Scott was probably still a senior mass sergeant at the time when we were tech sergeants. He's he's like 20 years older than us. But we were all uh, at, at Travis at the time. And um, and we just we, we really just fed off each other and constantly wanted to grow, you know, each, ourselves and help others, you know. And whether it comes to resilience, life lessons, professional development, we we're just all in it. So I think we all kind of saw each other and we just you know, saw each other's like souls. I mean, we just wanted to help out and we just connected and we just stayed together for like years, whether we all PCS out of there, moved around the world, but we always stayed connected. And um, I remember I was listening to a Tim Ferriss. Um, uh, I think it was either tools of Titans or something like that. It was, it was a podcast and I was listening to it. Oh, tribe of mentors is what it was. And I was on a treadmill and, um, and spanked all running and I was listening to it and I was thinking, he's just, 
he's just asking people that he knows that are doing amazing things, you know, to write either blogs or to be interviewed on his podcast. And I thought, we know a lot of amazing people between the four of us, you know what I mean? We know a lot of great leaders. So um, I was thinking, it was like, we started a blog site and I thought about it like um, the Players Tribune, which if you're not familiar with that, that's like a, a, a sports um, a sports blog that's written by athletes for athletes. That's what their theme was. And I was like, well, we can write a blog for leaders by leaders. So um, I brought the the thing to the guys, idea to the guys, and they were all on board. So we started a website and none of us had any website skills. So it took a while, it got ugly at the beginning, but we worked through it and we created it and we started posting articles once a week um, for like two years. It was, we were very consistent whether we were writing it. So it was really hard to nail down exactly why we did this and why we're still doing this. I can only speak for myself, but I know part of it was I wanted to keep my writing skills sharp because, you know, it's a perishable skill. So I thought the blog site would be cool. Wanted to share great ideas with people. Um, I also wanted, it was a great way to stay connected with my bros, you know, something that it's really easy with being in, um, in the military and being in different places that, you know, we love each other. We'll still talk to each other. It will pick up a conversation out of if we haven't talked in a couple of years. But when we have something we're working together on, it, it keeps that bond, you know, closer and it's more intentional. So I thought that was an awesome way to do it. And, um, and, and you know, the other thing that I really and this is just a personal thing for me is I hear this all the time. Um, maybe I'll have a subordinate or a peer come to me with, you know, a problem that they're having or, or, you know, they're they're just really happy with what I'm doing to try to intentionally develop or grow them. And I think that's just normal. That's the way it should be. Right. That's just my personal opinion. Um, You heard my three words, one's teacher, and it's just try to help people meet meet their maximum potential. Um, But so many times I have people come to me and they say they've never, they're 18 years in the military and they've never had someone invest in them. They never had somebody even ask them what their goals are, right? Um, they've, you know, and this is not just to the military. This is like all over the world, right? You have bosses that don't necessarily invest in you or want to take the time, don't find it as part of their purpose. So um, I think that to me, when I we put these podcasts on and we have these discussions, I'm thinking about what staff sergeant so-and-so or airman so-and-so or young leader is missing, because not all of us are entitled to having great leadership that are invested in us throughout. Um, what are they missing and what we, what gaps can we fill by having these conversations and people can listen to them. So for me, I think about it as senior airman Bogdan or our staff started Bogdan. What was I missing? What were some of the conversations I wish I could have heard to help grow me? And that's what keeps me motivated to keep doing this. And the other thing is um, I'm learning so much through these conversations with all of y'all and as well as some of the great people that um, Shay, shout out to Shay. She really helped us. We started and then we got, we met her and she connected us with like 15 people right off the bat. And those 15 people branched out to another 20, 30, 40. I mean, she's an amazing connector. And, um, and I, I've just, if it wasn't directly from Shay, it was like somebody that Shay connected me to that, um, that, you know, we just got connected to it. And I'd, I've learned like a library full of knowledge from those connections. So those are other, so there's so many motivating factors that keep me going. It has nothing to do with the metrics, how many people are listening. I mean, if we could just reach one, I know that's cliche, but that's true. And, but I'm learning a lot from it. And also just hoping that it can help somebody who needs to hear a message that's on our podcast. Awesome. Frank, I'm going to let you follow up on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just going to echo everything that Joe said. No, it, so I, you know, our, our beginning for Lama Leadership, it felt like to me was um, we were, you know, all leaders at Travis Air Force Base. And then we were all at the Enlisted Club one day watching UFC. And they were like, you like UFC too? We just became best friends. Yes. <laughs> You know, and then and then uh, we just started this momentum of of uh, of the llama leadership, and you know, the reason why I do it, and I I doubt myself every day because running running this type of uh, whatever it is organization thing, it's it's a time commitment. Every day, it's a time commitment. So uh, you know it's always trying to figure out, okay, okay, I got to get this done so I can, you know, not let the team down. I got to get this done. Cause I know we got a show coming up. Um, and then I also got, I got to go to band practice. I also got wrestling practice, I, you know, so it's a constant time thing, but the reason why I do it 
is because it's fun. I, I mean, I, to be honest with you, that's, that's the biggest reason I enjoy going on to the podcast, having my therapy session, right, Bodie? Uh, you know, like um, it, it, when I get done with these podcasts, I feel better. So like selfishly, I feel better after the podcast. And so um, uh, it, hopefully um, that same feeling is for the guests that we have on the show. And then I know, which is weird when like I have people come up to me and they say, hey, I listened to the Llama Lounge the other day. And I'm like, really? You listen to that? <laughs> like <laughs> still happens to me every day. I'm like, you know, really? like you listen, wow, you somebody's listen to listening. our show? Like that's <laughs> odd. It's just weird to me that someone says that they listen to our show. And then and they'll come up to you like, hey, Chief Z, hey, what you said on the Llama Lounge was clutch. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. Like, so that kind of keeps you coming back too. Uh, I, you know, like, so, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's our motivation. And, and so I'm, I'm just freaking proud to be on Lima Charlie, uh, and, and the Llama leadership. So thanks. Yeah. Let me add something to the, the Llama lounge. I mean, we have four amazing brothers, but I don't think we've said this enough. Uh, we just added an amazing sister to our, our core group. And that's Nina. Thank you so much for being part of the team. And I think it's just going to bring so much more perspective. And and also, um, she is the wrangler because we are running in different <laughs> directions all the time. So she keeps us all on track, whether it's Lima Charlie or the Llama Lounge. So um, just wanted to make sure we formally introduce Nina as part of the, the LL. And, and, uh, and Scott may, reminded me, Jerry, brother like we were already talking about doing a podcast right we were already talking about doing a podcast but then you had us on yours and we at that moment we were like oh we're doing this like next week <laughs> uh, thank you thank you yeah. i still have that picture floating around too where uh scott was on site with brandon and i and then you yeah. were like coming in in from germany like, germany Belgium. Yeah. i think i was in belgium yeah i was actually in yes. belgium <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, getting a uh, two microphone mixer to somehow act as a four microphone <laughs> of a mixer was that was a challenge. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Nina's a very good waiver wire pickup. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah, pickup yep, yeah, yep. We had what? Yeah. Waiver wire. What is a waiver wire? We'll have to explain <laughs> that offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary, that thing. Okay. Oh, be careful. Oh, it's not bad. It's Who not knows bad. what that means? What's going to say in Urban Dictionary? Be careful. In English <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> no, don't look that up. Free agent. Free agent pickup. We'll use that. Yeah. I want to know how long Noble's been doing this and why Why you do this, Noble. What's up? Oh, oh, it's great to see you guys, man. What? What? <laughs> it's so quiet. It's so quiet when Noble's not. How did you like got disconnected and then like just explodes with energy? Oh my god! <laughs> I knew so, I had to call him, but I could see him just sitting there, kind of like I. He, he I thought his screen so froze, dude. <laughs> That's right. So. So we, I came out, hey, check this out, man. This is how dope Big Poppy is, man. I came out the same month that COVID came out. What? What? Me and Big C, baby. So we, we launched our podcast the same month. So I'm actually behind the conspiracy. So I, I'm kind of like the same. You know what I'm saying? You. I knew it. <laughs> That's right. I am the Batman. That's right. So... So, and, and what's crazy is I had no idea, right? So, it's about emotional health, emotional intelligence, EQ gangster, and, and I had no idea that, you know, it, that would be the, the time that emotional health and emotional intelligence would, would never be talked about more in the history of mankind in the last last two years. And, um, you know, you know and, and thank you guys for letting me be a part of the Charlie Network. I know you guys needed a senior citizen, so you guys invited Big Poppy to the group, man. <laughs> We already had the discount. That was not the reason now. why we invited you. <laughs> that's, right. I don't know, that's how he told me in the chat earlier. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So I'm a former 82nd Airborne Division guy, 11 Bravo Infantry dude. Um, but but um, here's why I started. So I was suicidal for two years straight, 24 seven. As long as my eyes were open, I was suicidal, thinking about it, obsessing over it, planning it. Uh, depressed for probably over a decade, people pleaser addict, emotionally needy, emotionally codependent, toxic positivity, zero emotional intelligence, imposter syndrome, self-hatred, self-condemnation. I invented ADD and ADHD. <laughs> so shout out to Josh there. Uh, and I was in a business cult for 20 years. So 
Take that, business call. What, what? And, uh, and so, thank God, man, I, I got off the crazy train. Uh, and so, the three reasons I do it is HDM, healing, discovery for myself and others, and then mission, part of my mission statement, which is to positively impact millions of people for the kingdom of God, to positively influence the influencers, to raise the next generation, be patriotic world changers, to love the Lord, to God, with other heart, mind, soul, spirit, and body, to help hungry people identify and pursue their purpose in life. So, that's why I do it. Boom. I'm, not, I got, I, I'm like interested now. Like, how did you turn all that around? Uh, yeah, so that's that's the that's the whole podcast story. So two things happened. One, I met a hardcore narcissist. Didn't know what narcissism was. I thought it was when you hire your relatives. <laughs> <laughs> they both start with N. I was like, oh, yeah, it's when you hire your relative, right? No, I, I finally realized, like, okay, narcissism is a little different than nepotism. And so uh, I had this hardcore narcissist dude who was crazy successful in business. And then parallel to that, I yelled at my wife. It was unrelated, but I yelled at my wife three times in three weeks, and she said three things, don't ever do it again. Number two, you've never done it before, which means number three, you got more issues in Time Magazine. Went to counseling. The counselor's like, hey, dude, let me introduce you to a concept called feelings and emotions. So I was like, what the flip? I was just like Harry Potter, sorcery, voodoo stuff. And he got me started on this emotional growth journey. And after two years of being on a very intentional emotional fitness program, all these areas of my life started to change. And I'm like, Holy cow, Batman, like, like this is, this is, this is, I mean, it's transformational for me, dude, in every area of my life. And so I'm like, hey, babe, I got to start a podcast. I can't be the only emotionally clueless guy out there. There's got to be other nobles out there like me. And so that's why, that's what led to starting the podcast and turning things around. It's crazy. The first time I connected with him, I think Joe connected us, but uh, we were on a call and he's, what's told me he was in like a business call and I missed the business part of that. And I just thought he said he was in a cult for 20 years. And I'm like, this is going to be a good guest. This is going to be, <laughs> I was thinking David Koresh and Waco or something, but, uh, but yeah. And I think, Scott. yeah, I connected you as Scott just figured out how to get this thing working, but, <laughs> so, and, and he also has a, has a Jose showing in the background. So thanks. So, we got a twofer down there. We got a twofer down there, but, um, but yeah, so I, I connected trip with, uh, with noble, but uh, shout out to VP who connected me with noble. Right. like it's, it's a big loop. Right. And then Shay connecting with VP. So like I was talking about a little bit earlier, but though people don't know this fun, loving, EQ gangster down there is a true gangster. I mean, like, uh, you know, when you hear a country person tell you like, hey, you know, uh, can you slow it down a little bit for me or whatever? You know, you're, you're in trouble because that person's probably super smart, right? They're just messing with you, debating you in. Noble over here talking about, you know, I don't know what the N word for nepotism is. This is a West Point grad. Yeah. <laughs> this, this dude jumped out of planes and did some amazing things. So uh, let, let, everybody be careful <laughs> about getting sucked into the noble, like trying to play, play dummy over there. Hey, hey Joe, hey, Joe, I, I, I graduated the, 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 the top bottom third of my class. <laughs> and, and he's got the most organized color coded book shelf you've ever seen. In your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my life. <laughs> Shoot. Well, I want to know, Shay, Shay, how long have you been doing podcasting? Yes. And what keeps you going? Wow. Well, so my story is kind of similar to uh, Noble and Josh's actually, but I've been doing, started it in November of 2018. So three years. And I was noticing that I needed someone's story to be similar to mine. And my story was that I had been waiting for 30 something years to die. I was just waiting to die. I didn't have a reason, wasn't looking forward to living anymore. I wasn't necessarily suicidal, but I didn't care if I lived, didn't care if I thrived. I was just surviving. And I started to invest in myself with coaches and books and therapists and counselors and, and uh, all kinds of entities, right? And really started to heal. And when I started to share my story, um, other people would would come. And this was sharing my story with just 
in general, not in a, in a podcast form, just in general, people would go to, uh, go away for a few weeks and they would come back and they're like, man, well, I did what you said, what you did with your family or with your coworker or whatever. They changed the way they spoke to them. And they're like, this is what really empowered me is because of what you did. And I got to thinking, well, if hurt people hurt people, cause I was a bully growing up, I was hurt. So I acted out by hurting others. So I got to thinking, I wonder if the same is true for empowered people. Do empowered people empower people? And so I was on this journey of, well, now I'm, I'm done just surviving. I want to be fired up and thriving in my life. And so I really just started to invest in myself and at what ended up happening, it became an overflow, just naturally an overflow onto my life, onto my family, onto my business, onto my community. And I thought, how many other people are in the world that don't talk about their, their crap in the background and have been through something like this too? But all we see on social media is, you know, the Lamborghini, the millions of dollars, like all the, the, the great stuff, right? But I'm thinking, how often do we really get down to the nitty gritty and open up that uh, onion that we are, right? Peel away those layers, a different kind of onion than, than Nina, but really talk about that and go, you know what? I've been through some stuff too, and I've hit that obstacle. I've overcome it, and now it naturally just overflows, so that's what keeps me going is really because I take breaks. I, I do a season. I met Jerry after I did the first season. And then I went to a podcast conference and met him. And I was like, this is stuff is awesome. Podcasters are the coolest people ever. Like, I want to keep doing this. And now I've just uh, started my fourth season. And it's just amazing. I'm doing two shows a week. Uh, the feedback I get is incredible. Uh, so that's what keeps me motivated is just, you know, People like mm-hmm. us and people like the listeners to reach out and just say, you know, hey, thanks. That really hit home. That really meant something to me. I needed to hear that. And so those of you who are watching, who are listening, any podcast that you listen to, it's important to, to leave those messages for the host because we don't we don't ever know. Sometimes we don't mm-hmm. know how it lands on the audience. So it always helps when somebody goes, man, that really got me through that rough point. So, uh, like, like what, you know, Josh was saying about his people who have met, um, messaged him, it's important. You might think, oh, I'm just inflating their ego. It's not about none of us. I can tell you personally, none of us is about our ego. It's about making that impact, making that positive influ- influence on another person's life. That's what keeps me going. That's awesome. It's, um, it's amazing. It's scary to reach out. But the dividends that it pays is just enormous. Um, I think even in our little, in our blog today, we talk about it a little bit because I think that's how so many of us met. We just sent an email or a message and was like, hey, not to sound like, um, like I'm stalking you, but you sound like you were really cool on so-and-so's podcast. And people, we want to share we need to share. And, um, and Jerry's Jerry's over in the corner and he's asking if there's cake. I know you guys can't see what's in the ch- <laughs> chat. And I think what that means is that's code for let's get going because Jerry's hungry. No. Um, <laughs> that was, changed his that was, background. It's me at my office two years ago on my birthday. And I'm hey, hey everybody. <gasps> oh. oh, snap. <laughs> That took like two oh, weeks to finish. Oh, I see that now. I see that. There's a, there's a picture of Jerry with cake. That's what that's yeah. all about. I also have my hero behind me in mind. I decided to do a tribute to one of the best pictures well, we, of him out there. Yes, the I hate that coach. picture. Oh, I love that that's, picture. That's why we're going to go Jerry first and then save the best for last. Oh, no. Who's the who's last? Everybody already went. You, because you oh. came in last. Okay, so, okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> old skateboarding turn let me snake you real quick all right so we started off at five o'clock i was on the zoom link and for whatever reason that zoom link didn't work and i was in my car driving so i couldn't just switch it over so i just got home from work um so another thing i want to point out is uh josh you have great hair but i mean come on it's fire right and then third 
is I don't know how old Noble is, but I think I might be the old guy. So I think I think there was some conversation about that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then and then next, you guys went to high school with Methuselah. So <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then and then next, um, it, like like uh, Joe and Frank were talking about, uh, Llama Leadership has been around for a while, but we really got the bug. Joe and I really got that bug thanks to Jerry. Uh, and um, being on his podcast. And for those that don't know, I live in Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, I was looking up different podcasts and just getting into the whole podcast space, just looking for stuff to listen to on the way to work and, you know, trying to find stuff that really matched up what we were doing with Llama Leadership. And I'm like, beyond the rut, that sounds pretty cool. And I started listening to some of the episodes. And then I found out, I was like, oh, this dude's in Corpus Christi. Like these guys are right down the street from me. And, um, and I stalked him and I stalked him (laughs) and we got on the show. And so, uh, that's where, uh, so I got to give credit to, uh, uh, not only my llama brothers for getting started, but also a lot of credit to Jerry Dugan. So, um, we got uh, all kinds of, uh, pros out here, but Jerry is the OG. Jerry was doing podcasting before there's webcams. I mean, he was, Jerry, yeah, Jerry, Jerry speaks yeah, a different language. Yeah, when he goes into technical stuff, I'm like, I can't yeah. even see you right now. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I had lunch with Jerry one time uh, after he got back from like one of the podcast uh, conventions, and he was just like, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I want to let me, if it's okay, Nina, Jerry, tell us why you got started with your podcast and why it, you keep going. Oh, man. So I actually started podcasting eight years ago with another show called Family Time Q&A. Um, so by then, I think I've been a Christian for about five years. I was listening to some podcasts, uh, some Christian podcasts. And the one thing that just kept gnawing at me was there's some great information here, some great content. But then when these hosts are doing interactions with their family members, like their spouses, their children, it sounded scripted, too controlled, and not really authentic. And it, just, it was on my heart. Not only start a show that talks about authentic manhood, authentic masculinity, vulnerability, but be dumb enough to let your kids get on the show and ask you a question you're not even prepared to answer. And whatever comes out of your mouth, that's what you got to record and publish, edit free, and tell your kids that's what you're doing so they hold you accountable. And so I, and I thought, oh, it's going to be a father-son thing. And I, I pitched it to my son, and his first response was to turn to my wife and ask, do I have to? And then... I don't know where my daughter came from, but she leapt out of a wall. I think she was like hiding in camouflage. And she was like, well, if he doesn't want to do it, I'll do it. Let's go. And she was nine. And so like in 20 minutes, we were recording on a phone. And then after that, I had to figure out how to publish. And that was family time Q&A. So to this day, it's still about helping men live authentic, purpose-filled lives. Uh, So six years ago, my friend Brandon reached out to me and asked if I'd help him start a podcast. And I did the same thing I did to Scott, just less information in my head. So I talked his ear off about how do you, how do you record? How do you edit? How do you post it on uh, a serving website and then put it on your own website? And he's like, Hey, can you just be my technical guy then? I'm like, sure. Uh, so fast forward six years after that, it's now eight years into the, the deal. Uh, the thing that keeps me motivated is uh, really I mean, it, it's uplifting when people reach out to me and say, hey, that episode was great. I like this. Or, hey, that was the episode I needed to hear. Like, that helps me in the moment. But the thing that really drives me, the, the reason why when Brandon said it was time for him to retire from Beyond the Rut, it was on my heart to keep the torch going, was because it's kind of morbid. Um, and that is, my kids are at an age where the things that come into my mouth are the things they need to know and learn. But they're not going to care for another 15 to 20 years. So I'm capturing as much as I can so that when they do get to my age in my 40s, when they're in their 40s, they've got something they can turn to and listen to in case I'm not around. So it's kind of morbid in that respect. I I want to leave a piece of me for them and for them to be able to turn to their kids and say, hey, this is Grandpa Jerry. And, you know, they can turn to their kids and say, hey, this is great Grandpa Jerry. And uh, so it's really like leaving that message for my family that, uh, you know, there was a time when the Dugan family went the wrong way. We've rerouted that ship. Let's keep it going that course. So that's why I do this. That's awesome. Mic, Mic drop. <laughs> Bam! And that's why we ended with Jerry. There's a lot there to up. absorb and, and take away and think about. 
So I mean, I'm, I'm glad to be on this thing. I mean, I didn't know what I was jumping into, but I'm glad. And you know, the, the promise of donuts, I mean, who could pass that up? So no one. coming. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shoot. I know that there's just not enough time in the day to like really let everybody get to know us even better. So we're going to wrap it up for today. Um, for this one time, but I do want everyone to know, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for bearing with us and our technical difficulties and starting late and everything. Um, but we're really excited to deliver things to all of you as a team um, and, you know, helping you guys out there with self-improvement, um, you know, leadership, reflection, whatever, whatever content that we've got. And um, we want to just welcome all of you to the Lima Charlie family. So, so with that, you know, take care, um, you know, take care of yourselves, take care of your families. Um, Don't forget about the things that are important to you and um, have a good weekend. Happy holidays. Can I say something? Can I say something real quick? Of course. Yeah. And I don't know if we, I don't know if we touched on this, but for come those in late. You, Scott yeah, was coming in late. Dragging everything out. <laughs> for those for those of you listening, with all these with all these different podcasts that we have, there's something new every day of the week. So when you're making your commute, whether it's to work or home or on on your lunch break or whatever, Monday there's a new episode dropping from one of us. Tuesday there's a new episode dropping. So every single day of the week, you get a new um, a new episode, different perspectives, all from people who are hugely passionate and and really care about uh seeing other people thrive and live their best life so um and if you want to listen to the same one over and over again that's fine too but every every week every day of the week you're getting a brand new episode monday through friday so i encourage you to check out all the different uh podcasts that we have available on the lima charlie network and weekly weekly blogs too so and weekly blogs yeah first one today yep all right thanks scott Thank you. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> All right. See Signing y'all. off. See you later. Hey, everyone. This is Trip Bodenheimer, host of the Shadows Podcast. Each and every one of us has a shadow. We understand that our shadows are products of our upbringing and obstacles we face. So tune in to hear our guests discuss every week how they turn their trials and tribulations into triumphs and success stories. They embrace their shadows, and that's exactly what we do here at The Shadows. We face them head on. We have a diverse group of guests ranging from athletes, military members, actors, actresses, authors, and entrepreneurs, and just regular everyday people. Head over to theshadowspodcast.com for all new episodes. Episodes drop every Thursday. Maybe saying to yourself, I don't have a story, but you're wrong. Everybody's got a story to tell at The Shadows Podcast proud member of the Lima Charlie Network.